everybody out there in BeastNet land. Today you got Brother Boggs. I'm checking in with Matt Solom from True North Events. Oddly enough, exactly a year ago, we spoke to him and we're going to do it again today. Hey Matt, it's been a year. Can you go ahead and remind everybody who you are and uh, how you got to where you are? Yeah, thanks for having me on the show. I really appreciate uh, appreciate the time. And that's crazy. It's already been a year since, uh, since your last talk. But uh, my name is Matt Solom, as you mentioned. I'm one of the co-owners of True North Endurance and Events. And we're a, we're a Utah-based company, uh, but we do uh, we do do some in-person events here in Utah throughout the year. But we also do some virtual events uh, open to anyone, anywhere, no matter where they're at. With the way this year's gone, virtual seemed to be the way that everything was going. And uh, I know you guys put on a couple of events. Uh, you had some some handmade uh, wood chip uh, coins. Wasn't that the the way that one worked? Yeah, that was our event uh, last fall called Fear. We had uh, that was our first time doing that event. Uh, Fear is our kind of more advanced, longer duration endurance event, um, and that one takes place every fall. And Fear stands for Face Everything and Rise. And as you mentioned, yeah, the the, the finisher tokens uh, were some some engraved, personalized, almost plaque-like things, but. Yeah, that's a, that's a eight-plus-hour event that we hold every fall, as I mentioned. Um, kind of the precursor event to that is our RISE endurance events. RISE stands for Resilience, Integrity, Service, and Endurance. And that's our introductory three-plus-hour event, kind of getting people's feet wet with endurance events and getting them in, introduced uh, to what that's all about. Yeah, RISE, you guys just announced uh, last week, I think, that... The state has given the go-ahead, and you're you're finally going to be able to announce that you're really hosting it, and uh, COVID's not going to get it down. Yeah, we're really excited about that. We we try to do two of our rise events uh, every year. We did we were able to do two last year, and we had two scheduled for this year. One was actually supposed to happen here a couple weeks ago, and unfortunately, we had to to cancel that event due to due to the COVID. Um, you know, at, at that point. Uh, Utah was in, in a stage, I think we were there in the, in the orange stage when we would have had the event, which, which meant uh, gatherings of no more than 10 people. But uh, here within the last week or so, they announced uh, most of the state moving to phase yellow. Now, there's a couple cities here in the metro area, the Salt Lake City area that are staying in that orange. But the place we're going to have it is in one of the suburbs in Harriman. Uh, southwest of downtown Salt Lake City, and, and they're fortunately in the yellow phase. We reached out to the uh, to the city there, and that was where we were we were going to have the event uh, a couple of weeks ago. We reached out to the same uh, same contact at the city there, and uh, she was able to just roll our uh, registration uh, for for the park we're going to have it at uh, forward to August, and they had no issues with it, just based on the. Uh, that part of the uh, the state movement to the yellow phase, which allows gatherings of up to 50 people. So, so we're really excited. Uh, there's, you know, a lot of people anywhere, everywhere, races, events, everything you can name has been canceled. And so I think uh, there's a lot of pent up demand here to get back outside, get everyone back together and, and start doing these events again. So we're, uh, we took advantage of that uh, as soon as we, uh, as soon as we could. So we're really excited to, to have that event here August 15th here in the Salt Lake City area. Yeah, it sounds like it's going to be a real fun event. Uh, 
For people who haven't done one of your events, can you take us through uh, what maybe last year's Rise event was and and what uh, you learned from it and what you're going to do this year? Yeah, absolutely. So we had a, a couple of Rise events last year, you know, here in the Salt Lake City area. And like I mentioned uh, a little bit earlier here, you know, these, these are our uh, introductory endurance events. They're really meant to push people out of their comfort zone. Uh, for those that have done endurance events before, they're, they're a lot of team building activities. You're not wearing a timing chip. There's no races, that kind of thing. Although you might do, do that kind of activity throughout the event, you know, having some contests and races and things inside the event. Overall, there's no winners. Everyone's a winner. Everyone's helping each other get through the event, push their minds, uh, little bit outside their comfort zone, get their mind uh, thinking that, you know, the mind really is stops a lot of people from doing a lot of things. And and we really want to instill these principles that anyone can do anything if they put their mind to it and having that teamwork aspect to it really, really gets people uh, (laughs) pushing beyond their comfort zone and and doing a lot of things that, that they really didn't think were possible. So as I mentioned before, RISE stands for Resilience, Integrity, Service, and Endurance. We, we instill each of those four principles throughout the event. Um, that, that, that third one there is service. So one thing that we try to do, or we do do at every single RISE event, is have some kind of service component to it. And so we, we carve out a, a little bit of time during the event. We work with usually the park or the city that we're hosting it in there's always activities that they need done. And so uh, we, we carve a little bit of time out of there and, and do a service project uh, for those, for those particular, uh, you know, for that particular event. And, and we've had a lot of really positive feedback, you know, uh, from, from doing that service component, giving back to the community, giving back to, uh, you know, the city and the County that we're doing the event in and really showing our appreciation uh, for them allowing us to host the event there. Yeah. Those service parts to any event uh they definitely make the host city or the host park want you back because you're doing things that that increase the accessibility in some cases trail cleanups or or other things that uh they just they want to see you back because it's such a great thing for them yeah absolutely you know a couple of the the projects that we did last year one of them we cleaned out a, a little creek or canal that ran through uh the park there the edge of the park and had a bunch of trash we took about a you know half hour or so and cleaned up trash we filled i can't uh half a dozen trash bags or so full of trash we even pulled a uh a mattress out of there there was a that had soaked a lot of water in there and you know dragged that out of there so it was it was really cool to to see everyone come together and and do some do some trash cleanup and then the other event uh that we did at the other park we were at uh it was in the springtime and so they had uh they had some landscaping type uh, project for us so we were able to spread some mulch around in this plant bed uh and, and help them out there as well so yeah we you know working with both of these cities you know they were really appreciative and um really established a good working relationship the next time we want to want to go to one of their parks so that's awesome to hear. Anytime we can give back, it's great. And it's even better when you can do it in a big group like that. Uh, so fear is actually, you got a couple other big events. Uh, let's talk about Warriors for Warriors. Last year, it was a in-person uh, event. And this year, it's had to go to a 
a uh, virtual event just due to the uncertainty. Yeah, so typically we do the Warriors for Warriors in, in mid to late summer, and and this 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 year was supposed to be on August fifteenth as well. We 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 do it in the morning. Uh, we've, we've tied one of our rise events to Warriors for Warriors, so we do the Warriors for Warriors in the morning, and then the rise event later that evening. So this particular. 5k our warriors for warriors 5k was was supposed to be on august 15th and you know at the beginning of this COVID stuff you know when things started really locking down and it became really evident that that large gatherings weren't even going to be possible we we made the decision pretty early on to cancel the in-person event but we still we've always had a, a virtual component to it where you know anyone can sign up and and support the cause and i'll talk about that in a second but um, so we, we made it a hundred percent virtual this year and, you know, uh, have gotten a lot of great feedback as a result. People are looking for these virtual events to do until things start to open up again. But, uh, every year for the Warriors for Warriors 5k, we, we pick a veterans organization, a national veterans organization to support. Uh, last year, uh, we worked with team RWV, team red, white, blue. And uh, their their motto is to enrich the lives of America's veterans by connecting them to their community through physical and social activity. So we had a really good, really good virtual and in-person event uh, last year for them, raised a lot of money for them. And at the end of that event, we made the decision as we were talking uh, with Tiffany, who's our other co-owner with me. Uh, she's kind of the brainchild behind this, uh, this 5K and um but her and I were talking, and we, we made the decision to reach out to team our, our contact to Team RWB and, and see if they were interested in doing a longer-term relationship and for us to use this event to support them every year. And they were very open to it and uh, very appreciative of it. So, again, we rolled into this year uh, with supporting Team RWB again, and, again, we had to – even though uh, we, we made that decision to cancel over four months in advance, um, you know, I think looking back on it, you know, that decision a couple months ago, I still, you know, still uh, a very positive decision. We have to keep people waiting. Made that decision pretty early on, but gotten a lot of good response here for, for that particular uh, virtual event. And, um, you know, it's really cool. You get a, we, we got a really cool medal. You get a shirt. And uh, we, we donate some money to Team RWB out of every registration. And another cool thing, we, we, we work with Bomba Socks, uh, really popular, comfortable sock that does a lot of, a lot of charitable type, uh, do, you know, donations and things like that on their end as well. And so we worked with them and we, we were able to secure over 2,000 pairs of socks uh, through, through them as well. And so every participant, uh, up until we run out, also gets a pair of Bomba socks, which is pretty cool. So, um, but yeah, that, that event, you know, we're, we were disappointed to have to cancel the in-person event, but we're very fortunate that we can uh, still support Team, team RWB uh, 100% virtually this year. Yeah, I was just looking over the list of, of items that you were mentioning there. Yeah, you know, just looking at the cost of registration versus what people get. Those Bomba socks. I mean, I own a few pair of them, and I know that they're they're not cheap socks. They're really good, uh, athletic. Uh, I, I use them primarily for short distance training and whatnot. Um, other people for other things, but that the drawstring bag, the shirt, and the the medal. I mean, 
if all that stuff wasn't donated to you, you're probably going backwards. So it's real great that that stuff's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> been donated to you and you're yeah. able to get that out. Cause this is a team RWB is just such a great uh, organization. They're, they're constantly hosting different things to, to help with the veterans and anything you can do to help them out. Uh, you know, we work with a couple other veterans organizations up here and, you know, anything we can do, we do, we try to do because those are the people that went and, represented us uh, all around the world in some cases lost their lives and you know now we we need to take care of those that did come home so yeah absolutely and you know like i said they've been really great to work with really appreciative and every every time we reach out and talk to talk to our contact there and we do more and more research on the organization that uh, we just really enjoy it even more and more each time as the days have gone on and you know, like you mentioned, you know, showing our support for uh, for those that serve for us. You know, this this event, you know, really not only honoring our veterans, but also honoring the fallen that have passed. You know, we got Memorial Day this week. Uh, you know, honoring those those folks that have passed during during active uh, combat. They're you know really showing our support for them, but also our police, fire, EMS as well. Uh, we really. Uh, support and and honor those those folks that serve our country serve our communities as well during during this event yeah the the first responders are definitely another group that get overlooked uh when people are doing fundraising and and trying to honor them so it's great that you guys are doing that um so you have rise we have warriors for warriors and the the big event we kind of touched on earlier was fear um Let's talk about that. <laughs> I was trying to think of a nice uh, drawing to that, but uh, let's talk about that because it looks like that's a, a very challenging event that uh, that people need to get out and do. Yeah, our, like I mentioned earlier earlier in the podcast here, uh, fear stands for face everything and rise, and it's kind of that next step in our endurance uh, series or endurance program here at True North Endurance and Events, and um, kind of building off what we. Uh, did in rise and those participants that have come through the rise uh, events. And again, just taking that next step. So we host one of these a year. It's, it's an eight plus hour event. And we work with a good friend of ours, Dan Beck, who, uh, who their, their family owns Beck family farms, which is down in Centerfield, Utah, about two hours South of Salt Lake city. And, we, we coincide their event uh, or, or our event with, with an event that they host as well. It's uh it's called the wild pumpkin adventure. And uh, we have our event on a Friday night into Saturday morning. And then that Saturday morning is the wild pumpkin adventure. It's a family friendly obstacle course race that they host on their farms, very fall themed, a lot of pumpkin type stuff uh, and festival and things like that. So, so our event kicks off on Friday night uh, at midnight and last year, was again was the first time we we hosted uh, that event uh, and since that was our first year and it was cold <laughs> it was mid October temperatures were well below freezing and uh, we had a lot of a lot of great participants that that we kept them moving kept them kept them as warm as we could and uh, we put them through a lot of uh, a lot of uh, challenging tasks throughout the throughout the night I'm not going to give everything away because uh, we want people to have some of that element of surprise but. Um, there's a lot of uh, open land and some terrain down down in this uh, down in the center field area, and so um, really uh, really had pretty much unlimited use of that land. And it was a clear night, 
the moon was out. So we had a lot of uh, a light from the moon and it, it became a really cool atmosphere down there. And again, you're away from the right away from the city lights. Uh, it was really nice to get out there and, and really see what people can do. Again, teamwork building, but taking that next step and, and doing even harder tasks and putting through, putting them through even more throughout an A-plus hour period. And, uh, you know, like, like we don't do with our RISE events, uh, the FEAR also has a service component to it. We, we, uh, we work with Dan there and help them out and uh, move some pumpkins and other things like that around to help them uh, do their final uh, – touches for their for their uh, obstacle course race that that saturday morning but um we also allow you know that not fear isn't for everyone uh there's a lot of people that that don't want to participate but we all we offer uh those that want to come out and, and camp overnight for for free um you know family friends or significant others can camp out and kind of hang out and have campfire and some s'mores going while the while the participants are out there work working their tails off um and then, uh, you know, the next morning as uh, the event starts to close down, everyone can kind of watch the uh, the final activities there, uh, you know, and, and send people off with those nice uh, nice tokens. At least the ones we had last year uh, was being was engraved with tokens. We're still working up our design for this year, but um, on what on what we're gonna do. But we have uh, you know working on the finishing touches on that. But uh, you know. We're fortunate that this event, you know, is uh, scheduled for the first weekend of October. There, October second. That's a Friday night. You know, we're uh, we're still hoping we can we can do that event. It's far enough out that uh, it's kind of a waiting game at this point. But I think we're we're feeling pretty optimistic that we can do our rise event in August and and also be able to do our fear event in in October there. So we're really uh, you know really hoping we can do that. But at this point, we're we're planning on it. So. That's that's awesome to hear because right now it's been a real tough year for planning and and getting that far out. Uh, hopefully everything will be back to normal and we won't see a huge surge in the fall or any of those other things that they've been kind of scaring us about. Uh, yeah. Do you like the BeastNet? Do you want to keep hearing it? Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and more at BeastNetPod. I was looking. You also do a couple of other. Uh, events and and virtuals with the rucking um the unity event is that uh that one still something that you can talk about since it's yeah yeah so we we had to make some adjustments for unity uh, as well so unity is a brand new event for us this year uh that we came up with it it uh it uh yeah like i said it's a it's a brand new event for us it's, it's a team rucking event and originally it was supposed to be uh hosted two weeks from uh this weekend uh, on June 6th and the whole goal, it's a five person team rucking event. And the goal of it was that the team covers 25 miles. Now you tell the average person that, wow, that's covered 25 miles. That's going to scare a lot of people off. But the cool thing about this is not every single team member has to do 25 miles. So you, you find someone that wants to do 25 miles, they kick off the event for you at the start there. And they go five miles, you know, at that, when they, when we kick them off there, we, we give them a checkpoint and, you know, to, to the first checkpoint and they have to go. And it's approximately five miles. 
And then they pick up the second teammate. And then together, they walk to the next checkpoint about five miles away and pick up the third uh, and so on and so forth until they get to the, the very last checkpoint. They pick up the fifth person and, uh, and, and go the last five miles to the, to, to the finish line. And so one person does 25, another person does 20, 15, 10, and 5. So it's, it's a rucking event for all all abilities, you're, you're a beginner rucker or you're a more advanced ruck, rucker. You know, we all, you, again, we it's all built on team teamwork and team building, but you help each other get through that entire 25 mile course while picking someone up every five miles. And so, again, that was originally supposed to be on, on June 6th. Uh, we had to, uh, we had to cancel that because of the, because of the gathering, uh, the large gathering rules that we have here, but, um, but we replaced it. <laughs> You know, pivoting again, trying to see what we can do uh, instead, uh, again, to, to keep people active, keep people moving, and but also do it, do it safely. And so we came up with a little offshoot of Unity called Unity Gone Viral. And so Unity, Unity Gone Viral, it's a, uh, for those, for your listeners here, you may have heard of some of the backyard uh, ultra running events uh that we that we've seen pop up here this year and even past years where you're uh basically running laps around your neighborhood <laughs> um there's yeah. some, some popular ones out there that uh you know they have the uh five mile one five mile loops back you know around your neighborhood and check back in and then go do another five mile loop for for hours on end and so we kind of we kind of took that uh that uh that style and that idea and, and turned it into a rucking event uh, called Unity Gone Viral. It's uh, it's June 6th. Uh, instead of five-mile loops, we're doing 3.1-mile loops, so a 5K loop around your neighborhood or wherever you want, uh, as long as you have some kind of uh, – <laughs> the name's escaping me – a pit, pit area. And again, 3.1 mile loops for 12 hours. And uh, every three, every time you come in, you check in on the, on, on the video chat there. And then you go back off for your next lap if you want. You know, the, the cool thing about this is you can go as many or as little miles as you want. Um, someone could sign up for this event and, and just do one lap and be done. Or someone could sign up and do, do 10 laps for, you know, go the whole 12 hours, uh, you know, and, like we do with our other events, we want to look for some way to, to get back to the community. So for, for this particular event, we are uh, taking some of the proceeds and donating it to the Utah Food Bank here. Uh, during this COVID pandemic, the last couple uh, of months, there's been a huge uptick in need for, for food uh, for, for those families uh, in need out there. And so we're uh, doing what we can to give back uh, to, to that and we also uh, were able to secure some prizes as well. Uh, you know, we have uh, first first place male and female gets a, gets a cash prize, and the, the cash is depending on the number of registrants out there. And then uh, we also uh, reached out to Tailwind Nutrition. They're donating uh, prize packs for first place, second place, and third place, male and female. And then we have some random draw, uh, random prize drawing uh, things as well. Uh, Tailwind threw in some some prize packs for that. And we also had uh, go ruck donate one of their ruckers uh, and uh, source tactical also is donating a pack as well uh, to, to give away to a random prize entry. So still working on a few others, but those are the ones we've secured already. 
And uh, so we want to make it fun, uh, but also uh, make it a little competitive for, for folks that, uh, that want to get out there and, and push themselves, uh, uh, you know, a little bit throughout the entire 12-hour event. And, uh, but every, everyone walks away with something, um, you know, that camaraderie, that bringing people together, having some fun, getting out in a, in a time where uh, we're, we've been stuck and locked in home for, for a long time here for the past few months you know, across the country, it's open for anyone across the country and um, get that donation to the food bank and everyone also gets a patch. We're going to mail out a patch uh, to everyone as well for effort participating in the event. Uh, that, that looks awesome. And uh, timing on it for me was a little rough. Mike and I are doing uh, 50K next Saturday. And then uh, it sounds like uh, some of our friends have roped us into doing some of the Spartan virtual next weekend also. <laughs> so after after a 50k on saturday and then who knows how many miles on sunday and burpees push-ups air squats whatever is in the the list of ways to kill mike and don um we're <laughs> we're still going to get out but we're not going to be able to ruck uh on the sixth but that looks like a, a great event especially the the actual unity event there when you started talking about it i'm going through my head going okay Virginia or Don starts, then Don or Virginia takes over, then this person, then Mike, then Kyle. It's like, all right, I got my team. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we were we were really disappointed. We, you know, it's a, um, it's a, it's a, it was gonna be a pretty cool event, and, and you know, we had to postpone it this year, or cancel it this year. But you know, really hoping to uh, to do that next year and and uh, kick officially kick off that that event series. So. Uh, you know, we'll uh, we'll be looking for dates for next year for that, and we'll do, our plan is to to move forward and actually do that one in person here uh, next year. So we're really looking forward to that. Now it looks awesome, and hopefully we get the dates up early enough to where we can see if it's in the BeastNet travel itinerary for 2021. We're uh, we're putting a lot of things on our itinerary for next year. It's going to be a busy, packed year, and uh, hopefully everybody out there gets to listen to the crazy adventures of uh, of us getting out <laughs> and seeing these events. Um, yeah, I think I think uh, yeah, I think I think you're going to see a, a lot of that. Uh, you know, with all these events getting canceled this year, even pushed back later this year, we'll see what happens. You know, to those events later this year. But yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of people itching to get out and do a lot of events next year. So um, I think the calendar is going to be packed for a lot of people for sure. As soon as they open up the uh, public bathrooms at a couple of the local community parks here, I'm going to be going back to hosting what we're calling speakeasy workouts just to, to help small gatherings of people get out of their house. And uh, unfortunately, where we're at in, in Washington, we're part of the Tri-County area that appears that is going to be on phase one of the lockdown probably through Christmas. So we have to get creative yeah. in, in ways that we're going to get out there and, and do some stuff. Yeah, that's too bad. Yeah, I know uh, every part of the country right now is in kind of different phases. So um, I think it's you know, the one positive thing, you know, I always try to look for the positive and things and it's been really interesting and, and fun to see how people are using their time and being creative um, while trying to stay active and, and get outside where they can. So it's, you know, from that perspective, uh, you know, give props to a lot of people out there finding, finding ways uh, to do that. Cause um, getting out and outside and getting some sunshine and activity is super important. So yeah, we've uh, dedicated most of the summer or the spring, I guess, late spring of the show to talking about training at home, keeping interested, surviving, um, 
know, just all the things that are so hard to do right now because you know, humans are social beings and, and unfortunately just doing it online is not, not enough social interaction for most of us. So, yeah, absolutely. So that kind of cleared out uh, 2020. Have you got any uh, crazy ideas in the back of your head for 2021 that you can give some, uh, some little insight to or anything upcoming that you, you wanted to bring up that's not quite out there yet? Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll mention a couple of things for this year and I'll, I'll speak and then I'll speak to 2021. You know, uh, we've been doing some virtual events this year. The other virtual event that we have out there right now is is uh, called the Parents for Parents Virtual 5K. It's, it supports edu- uh, a nonprofit here in the Salt Lake City, Utah area called Educated Mother. And Educated Mother's purpose is to help single parents create self-sufficiency through education and gainful employment. And so uh, we've had the opportunity to to work with Educated Mother and do a virtual event, uh, again, to raise that uh, money for Educated Mother and, and kind of uh, generate some single parent awareness out there. There's a lot of single parents out there nowadays, and, and we, wanted, we wanted to show our support for, for those folks. I myself... I'm a, I'm a single parent, even though I'm getting married at some point again here uh, uh, in the future. But uh, you know, I've been a single parent for the last couple of years, and just know how how hard that can be. And you know, we wanted to get back to to an organization that shows support and and helps those single parents, uh, you know, gain some education and and employment out there. So we got that virtual event up there right now uh, going. Um, you know, in, in the past, uh, last year, uh, we, we've also done a couple events in the, in the fall and, and towards the holidays. Uh, one of those is called Flag to Flag, and uh, we did that last year. It's, it's centered around 9-11 and honoring those that uh, lost their lives during the 9-11. And it's a, it's a, it's a rocking event, and we uh, we uh, working with a good friend of ours here, uh, Ted Taylor, and he works with a lot of the you know the local police and fire uh, departments here and gathers a bunch of those folks up and and uh, you know some of our local military here as well and we uh, we do a 9/11 tribute um, and support those folks as well. Do that every September. We also do uh, an event around the holidays called Ruckmas. And so what that is is a, it's again it's another rucking. Uh, activity here that we do locally, but we uh, we pick a, a local charity here that we can uh, collect some goods for and we can donate uh, around the holidays to, to those in need. Uh, this last year, uh, we worked with The Road Home. It's uh, it's one of our homeless shelters here, and we, we gathered a bunch of uh, clothes and stuff for kids, you know, diapers, things like that, and uh, met up at a park, and we rocked uh, a couple miles to the shelter with wagons full, wheelbarrows full. We had bags over our shoulders full of, uh, you know, full of uh, donations uh, for, for the road home. And uh, it's called Bruckmas. And uh, we're looking to do that again this year as well. I think uh, even if we're not able to, you know, if something changes in the fall or winter, you know, we're, we're not able to meet up in person, we're going to continue to push these events here and do what we can to support these organizations because they really need help, especially on the holiday time. Um, looking forward to to 2021. You know, it's, uh, you know, a lot of uncertainty, um, but you know, we're really looking to continue these these types of events uh, going forward. You know, we're looking 
next year to do our two rise events going to be doing fear again next year warriors for warriors 5k next year uh we're gonna do our best to get unity off the ground get that one kicked off since we weren't able to officially do it this year um you know we we always have things in you know that we're that we're thinking about another thing that we kind of tossed around doing this year some kind of some kind of trail race there's all sorts of trail races out there but you know looking for ways to do it a little bit different so we're kind of thinking about uh ways to to do a trail race but make it a little bit different a little bit more unique um so we weren't able to do that this year you know just ran out of time but also you know fortunate we didn't plan too much of that because of the covid situation that we're in but we're going to be kind of thinking throughout the rest of this year on on uh what what something like that might look for next year so kind of continuing our you know building up our base of events here and uh making them even stronger uh for next year that's awesome to hear yeah this year's been really tough on on trying to to plan and execute anything so next year seems to be what we're we're pushing for a lot of change and a lot of updates at the beast net also and uh you know, getting down to Utah is definitely right there towards the top of our list, along with pulling off a Spartan Ultra somehow. Yeah, there you go. That's uh, why. Anytime tr- you guys want to come down here, uh, you know we're 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 happy to host you and uh, welcome you with open arms. So, so just let us know, and uh, we'll do what we can to to help you out. That's awesome. Um, going through this uh, since the last, it's been an entire year since we spoke. Actually, last year you spoke with Mike, and uh, well, I'm a good substitute for him, I guess. But uh, <laughs> so it's been an entire year. Um, is there anything out there that you'd like to kind of shout out to the listeners or give them some reasons to come down to Utah? Yeah, you know we've been we've been putting on events for for a number of years now, and and you know our the endurance community is you know re- is really a small niche community. You know it's. Uh, there's not a lot of people that get into endurance events. And, um, but once you, once you kind of step into that realm, step out of your comfort zone, um, you know, we, we see a lot of people that, that kind of change their tone a little bit and, you know, really start to like doing endurance events. They're, they're non-timed. They can be a little bit competitive, but really building that teamwork. Uh, and so, you know, we, we encourage people to, uh, you know, from neighboring states, you know, come on down, check one of our events out. They're very affordable and we offer a lot for them. And, you know, we, all of our events come with, um, like our rise events, for example, come with coins. Uh, we don't do medals or patches for those. We do, we do challenge coins, which is really cool. Get a shirt, finish your shirt, great pictures, but a lot of memories and a lot of things you can use, uh, in your own life. And so that's, that's one thing we, we really try to do for all of our events is to put on really high quality events. You walk away with some cool swag, you walk away with a lot of memories, new friends, and all at a really affordable price. We know how expensive uh, life is, how expensive even traveling is people that uh, traveling, you know, whether they get in the car or on an airplane, yeah, hotels, things like that. You know, we try to keep our our registration costs really low um, to allow that extra flexibility for people that we maybe want to travel in from a neighboring state. So um, we, we've got a lot of experience putting on events over the years. Um, we have the endurance side, but we also do some other in-person events as well for those that uh, that aren't maybe into the endurance side. And 
yeah, Tiffany and I really, uh, really appreciate all the support that we, we have had so far over the last year and a half. It's, you know, jumping into this, you really, really learn how hard it is to, to start a small business up. And but the, the outpouring of support from friends and family has been, been absolutely amazing. And I really appreciate you guys letting us come on the show here today and, and just take the time to, to share about what we do and talk about our upcoming events. Cause, um, you know, like I said, we're a really small business, but anything that, uh, we can do to get the word out about these events, the better. Cause you know, it's, it's hard. It's, it's really hard because people don't, uh, know what you're doing, but, uh, as time has gone on, you know, we're getting the word out and people are starting to, to really see the, what we can provide, uh, event wise, uh, through what we're doing. Yeah, I mean, it, just in the amount that you guys have grown over the last year, I'm watching it and and watching pictures from the events and and everything else that uh, that you've personally been doing. You know, it's it's been a great uh, a great experience to watch, and uh, hopefully next year Mike and I can get down there and be involved. Um, I'm actually going to send him a couple of the virtual events, and we're gonna we're gonna have to get on board with that because you know we're out every single Saturday and Sunday pretty much without fail and we're putting in mileage so we may as well keep uh keep getting our virtuals in yeah you know we, we appreciate that and again appreciate uh, appreciate the support it's uh without support from people like you we, we wouldn't be able to do what we're doing so really appreciate it awesome well thanks for calling in today matt um i'll be airing this like i said exactly one year from the date that we spoke last and uh keep doing what you're doing because you're putting out an excellent product that's that's drawing in more and more people Hey, really appreciate it. Take care up there. Be safe. And, uh, you know, hopefully, uh, hopefully we can get together sometime here in the future and, uh, do some of these events in person. Exactly. Always better together, but at least we can do them online and see each other and discuss them. So thanks again. That's right. Hey, thank you. Take care. Thanks. So, I mean, that's, that's a good episode. Uh, I know that I think you, you're traveling up here soon, aren't you? Or you were going to, um, yeah, I I had plan. I mean, I've had plans to come up there, but everything's just kind of canceled right now. I get up there, gosh, I probably get up there three, four times a year for work. Um, but everything's kind of on hold and canceled right now. I don't think you know, for my job, um, my normal day to day job, you know, I don't think we're gonna be traveling until late summer or fall at the earliest. Um, you know, event wise, you know, what we'll to just see. I want to get up there. You know, there's all these events up there on, on different realms up in, up in the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, um, no, I, I wanted to get out. Uh, I wanted to get out and do ghosts this year and, and that yeah. got canceled. And, you know, there's just a bunch of, bunch of fun events, the CSU Northwest that Tony and, and those guys are putting on. Um, looks like it's a go, but it's just going to be tough for everybody that's trying to, to travel up here. Yeah. Yeah. We were signed up for ghosts. Uh, my fiance and I were, we we were supposed to come up and do that. And, um, you know, there's some other events, you know, throughout the rest of the year. We'll just have to wait and see what happens. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's, it's a crappy situation, but, um, you know, just got to deal with what we, what we can do. Yep. Make the best with what you got. I just keep telling people it's all about the lemonade right now. Does your business need first aid, AED, OSHA, flagging, or other safety training? James Safety Services is your one-stop shop. Find them on Facebook today at James Safety Services WA and ask for a quote on hosting your training needs. Thanks for listening to the BeastNet Podcast. 
If you haven't done it yet, find us on Facebook. Like and share the podcast. Give us a review on iTunes or Spotify. All these things will help to expand the show in the future. Don't forget to subscribe and let us know what you think and what you'd like to hear. Yeah.